Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It is time now for this. Farming with Mairead Lavery on Moncrief. And Mairead Lavery joins us now once more for our farming slot. Hi Mairead, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you. I'm here with the lights on and the heat on and looking out at the trees literally reaching the ground and miserable wet weather. So, um, yeah, while June has been gorgeous and really great for farming, July hasn't started off that well. Um, Although some farmers would would enjoy what's happening at the moment. We were over in Clare on Friday and it gradually got colder and wetter. And um, and all we could see on the way back down to the ferry in, in Kilimer was uh, people trying to get, farmers trying to get hay off the fields. Now, they had got it in bales, but they'd prefer to get it into a yard because, you see, once it starts to rain, you never know when it's going to stop. And as I said, June was fantastic, fantastic for making silage. They got in clean without leaving damage in any of the fields, without leaving half the side, you know, the mud yeah. in the fields on the road. And, you know, for the eastern part of the country, they were really getting worried that there wasn't any, uh, you know, a rain or very little rain all through June and it's drier in the east of the country and they need the grass to grow as well. And in order to kind of keep grass at a certain level right throughout the farm, they were um, helping, starting to feed some cereals. Some farmers had even gone to feeding next winter silage. They were that kind of concerned about the slow grass growth. So they will have loved what's happened over okay. the last week. Absolutely. But the guys in the northwest and the west, different kettle of fish. Oh, right. Not enough dry days put together in some cases to get hay made. But silage has been done. Sheep have been shorn. So in that window, there was an awful lot of activity. But now... Do not let it rain for the whole month of July. Well, um, with once you there. it starts, let it stop at some stage because it's it's really, you know, it's it's miserable, really, um, uh, and especially you know when so many people are trying to staycation at home in Ireland or just go out for a day. So East and Midlands, happy enough. West and Northwest, not that happy. Not um, that happy. Right, no, oh well. No, no, no. But, but generally, yeah. you'd have to say it wasn't. We've had worst, uh, worst Junes. So not, not the well, worst. Well, we've had hell of a lot. Yeah. I, I have, um, I, I love my garden. I really love it. And I have um, these Gertrude Jekyll, they're David Austin roses. I have a bunch of them here. They, they come out about the first week of June. And last year, they had just come out, literally had just exploded into bloom and the weather turned and they were decimated. I mean, I, okay. you know, they were knocked over and everything. This year, I've had the absolute pleasure of every morning and every evening and a couple of times during the day getting the scent of these roses because they're just gorgeous and the weather hasn't, you know, has been perfect for them. So certainly from this time last year, it's been a big improvement. Very good. You have a few competitions to tell us about, silage and dairy competitions. Tell us about them. Yeah, well, well, just, you know, people make silage in all sorts of places, you know, on headlands looking out on the Atlantic. You'd think they were sitting over, the tyre was kind of running close to the cliff. Um, in beautiful kind of settings where there's woodland or where there's a kind of um, a kaleidoscope of colour in the fields because of the different stages the grass is at. 
And they're really lovely, lovely photographs. So the Farmer's Journal has been running a competition, silage, IFJ Silage 21. And um, what they were looking for is for farmers who still are harvesting silage. And there'll be silage on the go until nearly October. Um, to get their photographs in, this is their last chance. They're closing this week, the competition. And um, the winner will get um, a two-ton of fertiliser, Goulding Sweetgrass Fertiliser. And so get your photographs in. And in each of the kind of the co-op areas or the, you know, the PLC areas or wherever they have big dairies, there's a competition, keen competition, really fierce competition, even you could say, between the milk suppliers as to who's producing the highest quality of milk. Now, Lakeland Dairies is kind of up the northeast, northwest into the Midlands. And it's got a, uh, it's got 3,200 family farmers who are suppliers in across 16 counties. And they produce together, altogether, uh, about 1.9 billion litres of milk for the Lakeland Milk Pool. Wow. The Lakeland run the competition for the best milk producers. And, you know, it's, you know, it's about the cleanest milk, the milk with the best protein, the best quality. They really have to be up to it when it comes to animal husbandry, grassland management, environmental sustainability, overall farm management. The big list of targets they have to meet. And um, so it's, it's, it's intensely fought. But right across the country in Lanbia, in Kerry, in Derrygold, in Arabon, all the, the co-ops have these competitions and, um, and they well are fiercely fought and, uh, and people take them seriously. Um, also, in the world of sheep, people are already planning ahead um, for next year. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, people, lamb prices anyway, dare I say this, lamb prices were quite good this year for farmers. Whole load of issues involved, partly to do with Brexit, partly, you know, to do with the swine flu out in China, you know, people are buying different types of protein. And um, so lamb prices were good and it's put fierce encouragement into the farmers who are producing sheep, producing lambs to kind of keep doing it and get at, stay at it for another winter, another season. So one of the things you'd be thinking about now is, do I, am I going to put in another 20 yos? Am I going to replace 20? Am I going to go up in number or not? And one of the best ways of doing this is that right across the country, there are a number of breed societies or breeder societies that set up special sales of their members' sheep. And they're selling two really, two types of sheep. They're selling yo lambs which are lambs that would have been born earlier this year, back maybe February, March, and who are mature enough to be put with the ram, you know, come September, October, well, October really, and produce lambs, you know, next next March maybe. And then there's yo hoggets, and yo hoggets are, uh, they're lambs that were born um, 18 months ago. Okay. So they're quite mature and um, well ready for to go with the ram, you know, as soon as they're they're set out with them. So the first one of these sales takes place um, in on the fourth of August, and it's in Tullow. And Tullow sheep breeders are noted throughout the country, you know, and their premier sale and show is really well attended. And I don't think they could hold it, or they could only do it virtually last year, but certainly this year okay. it's. Um, it's 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 going ahead and they expect to have 1200 yo hoggets for sale as well as 1200 yo lambs so big offering and it will get well supported and further south in 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 carlo the boris yo breeders 
they'll be having their own show and sale in August as well. Um, the Mayo Mule and Greyface group. Now, when I when I say to you the Mayo Mules, um, mules are we know what a mule is. Um, it's a cross between is it a donkey and a horse? Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to sheep, it's a particular breed of sheep. Okay. And they re what they are is um, a mule would have a father who is one of the beefy breeds, like you know Suffolk would be crossed with a Suffolk. Yeah. Um, say yeah, Suffolk ram. Um, and uh, so, uh, and the mother would be more a mountain yo, like a Chevy yo or okay. a grey face yo. And together, they come, when they come together, they produce this lamb that has very good conformation. And the mother, it's very good mothering instincts. And, you know, we have them here now. They're, yeah. they're great sheep. But, when you, but just because they're called Mayo mules, it doesn't mean they're anything to do with horses. No. Um, just in case people think <laughs> okay, they are. Great. And there's also then the Donegal mule group and the Donegal Cheviot and Cheviot crossbreeders. But a lot of people get into the, 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 the business of breeding sheep and breeding. Um, so when we started here first, you know, we started with Kerry Mountain EOs. Right. Because they're good mothers. They produce plenty of milk. They're very good maternal instincts. And we crossed them with more, with the Blue Leicester Rams. And that produced um, a bigger frame sheep um, uh, with good mothering instincts and good milk supply. And then you cross that back with a breed, uh, a beefy breed. And when I mean beefy, I mean, you know, meaty breed. Okay. And that produced the, the, the lamb for the table. So it took a bit of time to get it done. But um, but there's a lot of interest in doing that across the country. And, um, you know, people like to know that they have, you know, mothers, grandmothers, great-grandmothers of sheep right. on the farm. And, um, and, you know, that they do what they're supposed to. Because it is really true. I often see it with Suffolk sheep. That we might have some Suffolks here, and I okay. personally don't think they're as good as the um, when it well, I don't think they're as, go as good a mother. I've often seen a Suffolk, you know, reject one lamb and you know go happily off with the other. Really, and the Suffolk people will be really annoyed with me. But, um, <laughs> um, God, right. but uh, I have my preference. I I like the mules. I must say, oh, and right. uh, they're very good. But it's over in in E M in Carlo now. You have the two big sales: Tolo on the fourth of August, and then the Boris Yo breeders. So it's something sheep breeders and sheep farmers around the country will be waiting to see the stock that they have on offer. Okay, and they have certainly. Good numbers on God, a fascinating insight into the world of sheep there, uh, Mairead. <laughs> but the plastic that covers the maize around the country, that's yep. being banned, basically, it's is it? Gone. It's gone. It's gone. This whole thing, um, um, what is it called? It's the, um, uh, the single-use plastic directive. So the only way yeah. plastic spoons and all of this sort of stuff are all being banned. Well, everything, all of this stuff was banned from the 1st of July and the maize... The plastic that's used to cover the maize crops um, is part of that. So about 90% of our maize is grown under plastic. And it's done, we do it that way, to give it a boost in growth and maturity, um, especially with the higher yielding varieties. Okay. So it gives it a chance to get off and get growing. Um, we only grow about 14,000, 14,500 hectares of maize in the country. And um, there is other plastic allowed, but it's a lot more expensive. Um, uh, ex the estimated that it's 60 to 70% will cost that much more. Uh, okay, that's a, that's a big increase. Could that, make it, increase. could that make it unviable? Well, that's the problem and could make it unviable. 
Um, but on the positive side, the Department of Agriculture are trialling maize varieties that could be grown in the open without any okay. plastic. About 10% of the maize grown here is grown in the open. So there's a lot to be learned in terms of, you know, production, management, yield, um, and, and weather conditions and ground conditions. Okay. So, but the plastic is banned. That's gone. All right. Mairead, um, a font of knowledge as always. And good news on basically hay production. And you said sheep prices were reasonably good as well. So there was optimism in there. Well, they've taken a bit of a tumble, but uh, there's the always year, the bad twist, right? Always the past that. Year, they, they've been, um, but you'll see now. It'd be interesting to see how the the prices of the um, yeah, at the sales go oh, around right. the country because um, that's where you get people put their money in their mouth and they buy for next year. Okay. Uh, or they put the money in them. Yeah, what did they put their money in there? Put your money where your mouth is. That's the put one, your, They right, put their yeah. money where their mouth is, exactly. Exactly the and, one. Um, and, and, and they, they, they basically buy for in fate for the next year. Very good. Mairead, uh, pleasure as always. Mairead Lavery, thank you very thank much you indeed. So much. Thank you. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.